You're on Baytime. BFF.FM. Open up the door and I ring it out place in San Francisco. You're on Baytime on BFF.FM. I'm Christopher Beal. This is my love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community, and I'm, I'm introducing a new co-host. Give me like six minutes. This is BFF.FM. I feel like all these people in this room don't shine like you. 
reason why I can't speak, think, or stop staring at you go.
This is BFF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco from the home studio this week and um, in a lot of weeks moving forward for reasons we'll get to later. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal and I'm joined here at home because, you know, COVID vaccines are a thing and we can do this now uh, by my good friend, Poyo Del Mar. Hi, Poyo Del Mar. Hello, Christopher J. Beal. Pull that mic up closer to your face. Hello, Christopher J. Beal. <laughs> there you go. We'll get, you, we'll get you used to your new microphone. Um, so we teased this on social media and announced it this afternoon, but um, you are coming on as the new co-host of On Bay Time. Well, it's about time that you had something worth listening to on this show. Oh, yikes. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're already off to such a great start. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, we, we felt like this would be more fun if uh, two of us could tackle it. We're both journalists and, you know, two two minds are better than one. And um, we both have... In our case, two minds equal just one mind. It's like two half minds right. that, yeah. you know, sort of a yin and a yang or something of that nature. Yeah, some something close, I guess. <laughs> it's going to be a fun show today um, because I have Pollo here to talk to, first of all. But um, we want to get to um, the fabulous weekend of weather. Um, we'll do a dolo report later in the show. Um, it's Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. We're going to talk with our friend Juicy Lou, a.k.a. Michael Wen from GAPA about that later in the show. And uh, kind of a San Francisco institution is coming back this weekend on Friday that a lot of people are excited about. And uh, Pollo, I'm going to pitch you the first on baytime field trip oh god yeah i'm gonna pitch that to you later on the show so oh god so settle in by the way just because you need this visual since we're not in the little yogurt shop at the ferry building and we're here in my home studio poyo del mar literally has my old fat puggle just sprawled out across her lap right now <laughs> it's true she's loving me yeah so we we have doggos my, here my my social media and by that i mean my grinder and such say that moms and dogs love me moms <laughs> and dogs love me as do men over 1000 miles away because nobody in this town will touch me but if you're in another state hey i am your dreamboat is that a thing like is it do you have a rep or something i don't have a rep i think that everybody locally probably has had you uh there's either they have or they recognize me and don't want to have me oh. i don't know it, either way yeah moms and dogs love me so since yesterday was mother's day and today your dog is on my lap i mean i think that it's just been a good weekend for me yeah you're getting all the love from all the ladies yeah. i like it indeed Hey, thanks for hanging out on Baytime. Click that donate button at BFF.FM. Uh, BFF.FM is a community radio station for San Francisco and uh, could always use your financial support. All independent LGBTQIA artists coming up today on Baytime. We'll talk to Juicy Lou. We'll talk about Dolo on Saturday. Oh, it was beautiful. Plus Asian Pacific American Heritage Month and uh, something cool in San Francisco is coming back on Friday. That's all coming up today on Baytime in San Francisco. Flirting with disaster Your face is wet with tears Happy ever after There's all but disappeared It's everything you wanted But how could you ignore This place is haunted Like you've been here once before Time traveler and what I were to flip the hourglass, watch promise of the future turn to phantoms of the past. I wasted. 
steer Traversing centuries Cause it's not time But distance sets Dividing you and me Dinosaur to fossil Skeleton to dust Do what you want to If you can't do what you must hey, Where you going Come along if I could start over I would probably still do it wrong I'm the time traveler In what I were To flip the hourglass Watch promise of the future turn To phantoms of the past I wasted all my moments dear Traversing centuries Cause it's not time But distance sets Dividing you and me The movie always ends too early The credits roll just like a gurney Technicolor fades to black and white Tripping through the brick and mortar All the scenes are out of order The stories full of holes in the half-light I'm a time traveler Time traveler Time traveler oh. I'm the time traveler Time traveler BFF.FM
FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale, sitting next to my new co-host, Pollo Del Mar. Hey! Hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, we're doing the show uh, from my little home studio downtown, full disclosure. So if um, you are the first person to ever show up at the Ferry Building looking for us, I'm sorry. It's just to say it's never happened. So, <laughs> but um, we're coming off of a weekend that was one of those. I, I spoke with a friend about it yesterday. It was one of those weekends where the gays get up in the morning, afternoon, and open the blinds and go, oh, Dolores. You just have to go to Dolores. It was a Dolores kind of weekend. So yes. I went to Dolores, but you did not have that experience in the weather this weekend. <laughs> no, because I had to work, but multiple people were like, meet me at Dolores, meet me at Dolores. Didn't I text you, meet me at Dolores? Yes, you did. Yeah. And then another one of my you friends. To bring, bring stuff, I don't know. Like another one of my friends um, met like was like meet me and Dolores or I'm going to Dolores everybody was there and for those who might be listening to this that live outside of uh, the San Francisco Bay Area people actually refer to or when I first moved here they always referred to Dolores as the gay beach it's the gay beach yeah and so and there's actually an area of Dolores where people reference it as the gay beach it's like one of the hills where all the that gays top are just corner like, yeah they all just like <laughs> sprawl out there um, I was near there I was near there 
my friend was telling me that they had a DJ there. That, 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 <laughs> like they had a DJ and then the cops shut the DJ down, apparently. I didn't see any of this. I was just working. That must have been Sunday because Saturday was pretty chill. Yes, um, it was Sunday. It was busy, but it was pretty chill. Um, I always, I'm a, I'm, I am I'm call myself a hammock gay. I identify as a hammock gay. So I have a hammock. And uh, so I'm always in those little palm trees, just like, just, just south of the gay beach. you take you know? your own hammock to the park? Oh, hell yeah, I do. It fits in my backpack. Why wouldn't okay, I? That is, like reaches a, it a goes whole right new next level to my of pretentiousness. Like I'm bringing my own hammock. They Girls, you want to meet me at Dolores? They don't have B-Y-O-H. Bring your own hammock, bitches. No, let me tell you what actually happens though. And this is cute. And um, my boyfriend is in the apartment right now. So he might hear me say this because I'm loud, but whatever. Um, so the hammock thing, my boyfriend had like the same kind of perspective on it at first. He was like, ah, that's uh, I mean, whatever. It's a hammock. But here's what happened now whenever we go to Dolores and what happened this Saturday he brings his own sling no <laughs> BYOS bitches no. bring your own sling hey <laughs> we leave that at home um no so I bring the hammock we get to the he's kind of like okay well whatever and I bring the hammock I lug it down there it's not very heavy but you know I'm trying to be dramatic um yeah because two seconds ago he justified just, it by it fits in my backpack but he seems like he doesn't care about it but then we get to the park and he becomes a vulture like me trying to make sure we find the perfect spot to put the hammock then I do all the labor I put the hammock up the second I get up the first time to go to the bathroom he takes the hammock for the rest of the day <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just how I it figure happens. if you have to be humiliated by being in the presence of somebody who brought their own <sighs> hammock, one would at least want to participate in and take advantage of said embarrassing hammock. On Baytime listeners, okay, we, this is this is getting contentious. So hit us up on Twitter at on Baytime and let us know: Are you pro hammock gay, or is the fact that I bring a hammock to the park? It's not douchier, by the way. Yeah, on Baytime on Twitter, it's not douchier than the slackliners. I don't even know what a slackliner is, but see, that you don't also, hang out in Dolores Park enough. Of course, I don't hang out in Dolores <sighs> Park enough. Maybe we should do this show from Dolores Park sometime. I, what do you think? I went to Dolores Park recently one time to meet a local gay for a an afternoon date, and it was—I mean, it was quite nice. Um, a but, local gay, <laughs> but it—but it was um, local man goes on date with local man. Yes, but the, you know, the, the problem with that was that it was like our first time meeting up for social interaction like that and Dolores Park in my opinion is not the place to do that because I like was really distracted there's a lot of people it's running really around cruisy. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of people that are very attractive just running around and I, I wanted to focus on him but there was this like hot guy playing soccer next to us and another guy, hot guy flying a kite or whatever and it was <laughs> I mean, it, it was just very distracting. It is very distracting. It, it To me, Dolores Park is kind of the real world equivalent of like a grinder window. Like you may find one that's perfectly cute and you start chatting with them and then, oh, look, there's some abs. It's really distracting. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, by the, the way, way. If, you, if you saw some abs at Dolores Park, it's obviously not going to be me. But that nevertheless, not, that was neither of us. But but if you follow those abs to our eyes, they line up. Exactly. Yeah. You could follow those abs to an eyeline site, which will find Christopher dangling in a tree in his BYOH. <laughs> Bring your own hammock. I hate you. So that's like, that's how Dolores Park is. <laughs> Anyways, Dolores Park was beautiful on Saturday. And if you got out there and had a good time, um, 
Good for you. Um, Sunday was beautiful too, but I didn't go. I, I had some gardening to do because I'm a domestic gay. Um, we got to do this park from. Uh, I don't know. How he lives in a high-rise apartment complex. I had some gardening to do. I'm so sorry. I was very. My green thumb was just calling me, oh, darling. Oh my gosh. I, uh, I climbed out of my BYOH hammock and did some gardening, dear. Oh, it was Davoom. Boyle Delmar's final day as co-host, everybody. (laughs) We're going to talk to Juicy Lou, who will probably be a little bit nicer to me about Asian Pacific American heritage. She's smart. She's a very smart gal. It's coming up on Baytime.
bff.fm. Shoes. 
The same ones I wore the day we got matching tattoos Your friends took you home and I slept all by myself I'd rather be alone than with somebody else Is this something that we can work out with time? I know we both said things I crossed that line Maybe my head's not in the right place right now San Francisco's LGBTQIA community on BFF.FM. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beal. Poyol Delmar is somewhere in here. Our friend Michael Wynn, who you may know as local drag queen and hilarious comedian Juicy Lou, host of the Juicy Thoughts podcast, joins us next to talk about Asian Pacific American Heritage Month here in San Francisco and how you can help the Asian community. That's right after Superfruit Heartthrob BFF.FM.
deeper. Oh yeah. I wanna get to know you deeper. Oh yeah. Got a cutie waiting in the cafeteria. Gotta grab a seat right next to ya. FF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. This is my love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. It's on Bay Time. I'm Christopher Beale. That's my good friend, Poyo Del Mar. Hi, everyone. And that's my puggle, Meg, in Poyo's lap. She also farted earlier. So Did she so fart? Just, just so you know. She just yawned, too. She's very bored by the show. Um, this month is Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. And um, I wanted to invite back uh, our friend from GAPA, Michael Wen, aka Juicy Lou. So, welcome back to On Bay Time from um, some remote location somewhere. Hi. Hey, Christopher. How's it going? Good. And you you know Pollo Del Mar, yeah? You two go back. Of a course. Little. We go way back. I was there when Pollo was getting elected to become Empress, now Absolute Empress. Yay. Yes. Yes, Queen. Yes. No, so we were both talking about how how we wanted to to start covering things this month, and, and we both agreed that you would be a, a fabulous guest to have on um, to help, um, admittedly, to help two white gays better understand um, Asian Pacific. American Heritage Month. I mean, that's the reality of it. So um, I hope that you can help us do that. So tell us a little bit about about um, this month and why it's super important. Sure. Well, May uh, celebrates the cultural heritage of Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, and Pacific Islanders. Um, ideally, uh, you know, Pacific Islanders and Native Hawaiians would get their own month, but, you know, here we are, we're all kind of clumped together. Uh, it represents a whole bunch of uh, countries, a whole bunch, a whole huge part of the world. Um, and, you know, uh, May, May has been uh, APA Heritage Month for, for how long? I don't know. Uh, for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And, and San Francisco is... I would say one of the the biggest concentrations of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and Native Hawaiians in the country, uh, so it's it's a really important time to celebrate our identity. Sure. Yeah, it make and it makes it super visible as well, um, especially in light of um, just just a couple of days ago. I mean, I have to bring it up. It's sad, but just yet yet another. 
uh, hate crime on a member of our Asian community here in San Francisco. Um, Particularly horrific. She was an yeah. elderly Asian woman who was attacked in the streets of San Francisco. Horrific. Yeah, there were there were two. I think here, yeah. there were two folk, two two ladies. Yes. I think one's sixty five and one was eighty five. So yes, horrendous. Uh, yeah, it's ter it's it's terrible. Every time I think about it, I think of my mother. I think of my aunties. I think of my you know my grandfather. Uh, not not my grandfather. My uncle. My grand my grandparents are passed away now, but. Um, you, you can know, still you can, think of them now. I That's can okay. still imagine that. For <laughs> well, sure. right. I think what you're saying is like you think of the elders in your community and your family, right? And yeah. as we should all. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I just wonder, like, whenever they say, and and this is, you know, the laws are the laws or whatever, um, but. Um, you know, whenever people say it's not a it's not a hate crime, I'm like, well, I don't see other grandmas like white grandmas getting pushed over, or you know, black grandmas or like yeah, because you grandmas. can bet your ass there would be legislation if that was happening. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's mm. it's 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 terribly um, it's heartbreaking, it's maddening, it's enraging, all at the same time, and um, like James Baldwin says, it's like you can't you can't. I, I don't, I'm paraphrasing here, but I, I've now understand what it means to say you have to be constantly under enraged all the time. Um, and it's ha Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Yay. <laughs> well, and, and it is something that's supposed to be a celebration um, and, 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 it, and it will be a celebration. But um, but it also, you know, it also does have this hanging over it. Um, how can uh, this is such a vague question and I hate it, but I have to ask it. How can we help? What can what can we do as 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 bystanders to this? As as people that members of the Asian community and members of that uh, people that aren't members of the Asian community, right? Like, How can we be better allies? Other than not Asian attacking community? people, which I think majority of us have figured out as humans, like how how what do, what can we do? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that one of the first things is to understand that uh, violence against. The Asian American community uh, is not new. It's been happening ever since Asian Americans has um, gotten here into this country uh, since like the 1800s. Uh, also, you know, learning this so basically learning the education, learning the history of it all, and then and then finding out organizations that um, are doing the ground work, uh, <clears throat> the work on the ground to get. Uh, basically get uh, resources to the right folks. So one of them that, that I, I'm really excited to share is Asian Americans Advancing Justice, um, Asian Law Caucus. That's an organization here in San Francisco been doing this type of work uh, for, for decades now, almost 50 years. Uh, uh, they're, they're an, a great organization that helps coordinate uh, different resources. Uh, has been do It's kind of like the ACLU of Asian Americans, basically. Um, so check them out they kind of have a long name but asian americans advancing justice uh asian law caucus um but there's there's all kinds of bystander training that you could take um i think hollaback is an, an organization that is providing bystander training so um a way not to just sit there on the sidelines and um kind of get involved if you see something say something kind of moment it's it's really um our community is going to have to help out and um because i don't think right <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I don't think the police can know what to do either. So no one knows what to do. It, it's, it's so it, it, it seems very random. It seems very um, unprovoked. So it's just terrible. But yeah. Juicy, I, I don't want to move us away from the topic of violence against the Asian community. But one of the things that I did notice when we started to have this conversation is that the build out of the recognition among 
those in within the API community seems to have grown in recent years with the inclusion of native Hawaiians being added to that sort of longer or, or abbreviated title of Asian Pacific Islanders. When did the recognition for the um, indigenous or native Hawaiians sort of come to the forefront of that movement as well? Oh, I would say that, you know, um, native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders um, have, have been been recognized for many years, but I guess more recently, um, more explicitly stated, I, if I, in talking to my native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander friends, they're almost always saying, you know, do us a favor and try to get away from lumping us all with Asian Americans because like very prominently, whenever you think of Asian, it's, you know, and it's just because of China, China is so huge. You think of China and then you think of East Asians like Japanese and Koreans. And then you also think of Southeast Asians like Vietnamese, like I'm Vietnamese. Uh, you think of, you know, uh, Filipinos and there's just so many, there's, there's just too much, you know? And so like, and that's all Asian Americans. And then when you think of Pacific Islanders, they get very marginalized. So you don't think of Tongans, you don't think of Tahitians, you don't think of uh, Guam, 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 Chamorro, sorry. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always tricky and, and native Hawaiians specifically. So for me, um, I've always heard uh, in my organizing and this is, you know, just part of my education, taking the same thing that y'all are doing, you know, learning more about the different um, cultural identities that are out there and respecting their wishes as much as possible. So um, we, we are here at Asian Pacific American Heritage Month because it's, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it, also Americans are lazy and they don't want to think too hard. So like, stop being lazy would be my message. <laughs> well, is, is it, is it kind of like the expansion of, um, it used to be GLBT and then it became LGBT and then it became LGBTQ and then LGBTQIA and it, it, it expands and expands and expands. Is it, do you think it's just communities starting to kind of band together and say like, we, like, we really need to kind of embrace everyone and like our, it, it, feel, my, it my feels like a community the take. Words but. of that and correct me if I'm wrong, Juicy, it's like, it's this, it's, the same thing, the reason that we keep adding in these different initials is because each different community or sector of the community wants to be identified and recognized right, for right. who they are yeah. based on their identity because there are cultural differences and vast ones when we're talking about, you know, the APA a community or API. Is it APA or API? AAPI, I think. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> it's it's confusing. Please it, be our expert. Um, so so I think the um, official one is the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. Um, and now when we add in Native Hawaiians, uh, then it's Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander community, which is a lot. It's a big mouthful. One of the things that I do appreciate, and I I'm personally really grateful for, is the fact that. I have so many friends within various communities of San Francisco who are super understanding um, of the fact that we're in an ever evolving system of different acronyms, things of that nature, who are really forgiving when I'm like, okay, I'm probably using an outdated you know, acronym for you or for your community. So I do appreciate you stepping in and being willing to like educate us as opposed to berate us because we want to know we want to learn we want to to support sure there's a great actually um the asian and here it will change again but asian pacific american heritage month uh has a website for san francisco it's apasf.org and there's an online guide kind of tells you a lot of a lot of information 
about um, Asian uh, Americans and Pacific Islanders in uh, leadership in the arts and all kinds of activism, the films, the history. That's all on APASF.org. Check it out, um, you know, and learn more. I mean, it, you know, I am definitely happy to help and um, and help educate, but also it's 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 sort of a, the one thing that you can do is to take it on your own as a is as a listener um to to really understand uh, different cu other cultures and then ask questions where appropriate and be humble and so so i think and i appreciate it thank you juicy where can people like connect with you and see your shenanigans um which are they're like a always a great blend of like sassy fun and activism and so you're a really fun follower can people <laughs> keep t keep in touch with you Sure. Um, well, my Instagram and is Juicy Lou Realness, Juicy L I U Realness. Um, that's my Instagram. Um, I'm also on the Twitter. It's Real Juicy Lou is my Twitter handle. Um, but yeah, if you find me on Instagram or uh, Twitter, I, that's a that's an easy way. Also, I do want to plug one more thing. Is um, we're we're starting because here in San Francisco, you know, I just described that there's so. It's going to be so two more things because we have to plug your podcast before we go uh, to. Uh, okay, two more things. <laughs> um, but the one thing that I'm trying to start is, for the first time ever, an, a queer and trans Asian Pacific Islander week, QTAPI week, uh, to add one more acronym to your to your lingo here. Uh, but <laughs> the first ever QTAPI week or QTAPI week, um, the first ever to be recognized in the city and county of San Francisco. Um, I, I'm in the midst of doing that now, and we're going to try to make May 22nd through May 29th um, the first ever Q Tappy Week in county of San, city and county of San Francisco, um, because you know uh, May is the you know a APA Heritage Month, and then June is Pride Month, and we in the Q Tappy community are sit at the intersection of the two, and so. The idea is we also have a new new-ish coalition um, started in 2019, um, and over the many years, we just want to keep organizing and mobilizing our community, empowering our community, inspiring our community, and so we want to also show off the different types of organizations that we have. So GAP is part of that. Uh, we also have API Equality Northern California or APINC. We also have uh, Parivar Bay Area, which really focuses on South Asian trans and gender non-conforming community, um, amongst many, many others. The Rice Rockettes, you know, for example, um, the all API drag troop here in San Francisco. Uh, Those girls have been around just, for a million years, honey. And can I just I say know. that you amaze me at your recall? Cause like, you're just like firing these off. Like <laughs> I'm dizzy watching you, but you like, wow, your recall for all this stuff is really incredible. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, I'm just I am um, I am kind of a, very entrenched in the community right now, and um, and, and it's one of the co-founders of this QTAPI Bay Area Coalition or Bay Area QTAPI Coalition. We were like, we should have a week. We should make this a thing. Sometime between late May, early June, we'll have a week. And so we've now landed on May 22nd through May 29th. We're gonna have a huge celebration. I'm literally making the permits right now on May 29th in the Castro. Uh, just kind of a, a solidarity celebration of our identity, you know, um, from 11 a.m. to about 5 p.m. Oh, in the that Castro sounds so great. Off of 18th Street. Yeah, so it's gonna be super fun. It'll, uh, we'll have some, you know, speakers in the morning and speakers throughout, but then really just a dance party and also show a showcase of our amazing, talented entertainers and speakers. I hope I mean, we get a Juicy Lou showcase at this. Uh, Cause I mean, I know, <laughs> I know you're very humble and you put on your organizer hat when you're at these things, but I think Juicy needs to work it at one of these. Uh, 
You know, you know, know. You know I I love I love my uh, drag persona Juicy Lou, and um, you know Juicy has opened up many doors for me, and also I think sometimes it's okay for Michael to shine too. So that's all I can. Ac absolutely, and you know. I will tell you Says that Paul. Well, that, right, but that—that's the whole thing. Like you know, I think that for so many of us, um, it, and I really that really hit a point to me, Michael, because uh, juicy because of the fact that you know that part of you is so visible. The juicy Lou part is what's out there, or whatever. But people discount the fact that there's a person behind the makeup who's doing all the actual work and she just shows up to take credit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of thing. And that's a real reality for those of us who are, are entertainers like that. So good for you for like letting yourself shine and be celebrated. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I know Paul Yonamar forever and ever, but I actually don't know Paul that much, so. Well, and you know, I think that that's the thing, like people have for us, they have that hard time distinguishing between what is a persona and a personality and who's a person. And mm -hmm. I know that you've had it, the experience too, where you show up just to like do the work and people are expecting you to be entertained and entertaining them and in drag. And you're like, honey, it's too, there's too much work for me to be like doing this in heels. You know, like I don't really like <laughs> buckle down and do the work now. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And so I, I actually don't think I'll be there as Juicy because uh, Juicy needs to take a break. And um, <laughs> and also Juicy's not booked, so <laughs> I'm not booking her. So. Plus it's hot and day drag and there's, yeah, yeah. there's a thousand reasons. Um, one thing that you do manage to do in heels is your Juicy Thoughts podcast. And I wanna plug that um, because thank you so much in advance, but I'm gonna be a guest coming up. So yes. I'm super excited. So tell us about Juicy Thoughts. Yeah, so um, before the pandemic, before the corona, I actually had a monthly drag show called Juicy Thoughts, and it was a monthly... Uh... And by the way, this is T-H-O-T-S, y'all. It's not like yeah. Juicy's <laughs> sitting around being mentally adept. Like, I'm, what am I thinking about right now? <laughs> no. Yeah, this is the Gaijin Oprah here we're talking it's about. Exactly right. I mean, I so I had that monthly drag show, but I, it was a different kind of drag show where I would literally have like a monologue, and I would just, you know, kind of rant for like five minutes, or, you know, maybe have a comedy, I, I was, I guess the beginnings of my, the origins of my comedy stand up, but I wasn't really good. I, I don't know. I don't know anything, but I just always had these thoughts. Oh, I'm sure you were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's at a, it was at the lookout. Um, but then, you know, the pandemic hit and I decided to um, kind of transition that into a podcast and it's stuck and I'm, I'm, I really love it. I get to interview uh, public figures in the LGBTQIA community and, uh, you know, just kind of get to know them for a little bit and then also get to hear their hidden hobbies and private passions. Um, the thought being that, you know, we are all uh, very powerful individuals and we can all learn from each other and be inspired from each other and connect on a, a really hum human level um, outside of their these huge personalities or, you know, I can never know. I can never be an Alex Lee, the youngest openly bisexual legislator in um, the state of California, until maybe I know that he really is into uh, video games, like this yeah. uh, Cities and Skylines video game. Like, and I totally got into it. But and he's like 25. You know, it's so, he's so I cool. play City Skylines too. That's yeah, so nerdy. See, see, there you go. It's yeah. so, it's so like, it's this weird nerdy thing. And then you know. Um, Meanwhile, like, oh. Christopher, I'm sorry. The opportunity for you to be the youngest anything. Thing has the ship wow. sailed, darling? The ship sailed. <laughs> juicy, yes. your, your podcast is on all the things, right? Juicy, it's on juicy all thoughts. the things. Juicy all the things. T, T H O T S. <laughs> Check it out also on juicythoughts.com or a Juicy Thoughts Pod on our Twitter. Just tweet us when you listen to us, like and subscribe and comment and all those things. Um, we would love to have you 
Uh, and also, if you want to be on, just you know, shoot your shot with us. Okay, send us some slightest. I think Poyo Del Mar does podcast appearances. Oh my know. god! I would love to have Poyo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that would. Be I don't want. I don't want to twist your arm. Okay, when? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to go now? <laughs> I'm leaving. We're, Juicy and I are recording this a show, podcast. This show is go. over. Hey, uh, but before we before we wrap up with you, Juicy, and thank you for for taking time. I just have I have a really really important question that came up earlier in the show today. Okay. Sure. Um. Where are you on hammocks? Oh my god! <laughs> are we talking about banana hammocks? No, no, those oh are, god, no I think, I think <laughs> we're all. I wish we were, those, but um, no. I I bring a hammock with me to Dolores Park, and he, and 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 Miss Del Mar over here thinks that's pretentious. I mean, it, it is quite a setup. <sighs> but I mean, if you have the Rethink wherewithal, my choices. if you if you have the energy to and 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 you can set it all up, I, I would love to be in that hammock and hang girl, out. It and... seats two, girl. You can come hang out in my hammock girl. anytime. <laughs> Poyo's not invited. She I'm can telling sit on you, the ground. I'm sorry, but Juicy, it's not just that he backpacks the hammock over there, girl. It's the fact that they have to like run people away so they have trees available. <laughs> yeah, They're like, bitch, have... get back, get away. It's a whole setup. Yeah. Like distract people and then take their tree to put up his hammock. Yeah, you guys, because you're competing with those tightrope walkers, probably. Oh and my God, he. Del Delmar just does not know what that is because she never actually goes to I Dolores. I don't go Park. to Dolores Park. She's hating. I'm sorry. You know? yeah, oh, I'm, I was I was just there yesterday. I'm there basically every Sunday. Case oh. in point, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I mean. Maybe I need to start going to Dolores Park because my Sundays used to be spent at the Eagle. I mean, looking the at your Eagle. legs, you should just go outside. Oh, girl, I'm, it's, <laughs> it's I am a little on the pale side. It's like I've got Same. one arm that's very tan because it hangs out the window while I'm driving to and from work. <laughs> Some of us have jobs, Christopher, and aren't like, I'm a freelancer. Yeah, my job <laughs> is to uh, put this back on the tracks. Uh, more on Baytime coming up on BFF.FM.
Daytime, BFF.FM. I'll be an open letter if you need to know me better. Cause I'm here on now, I'm with you now. Tell me the pain that you've been carrying I'm the same, darling But from here on now I'm with you now Every step that we take Could be another mistake I know that it's true But I couldn't take Making a mess FM. I'm Poya Dalmar, and you're on Bay Time.
This is BFF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beal. You're on Baytime. My friend Poyo Del Mar, my new co-host, is sitting here. Uh, we talked to Juicy Lou earlier in the show. That was a lot of fun. And um, in the meantime, we had to close the window here at home because while on the Embarcadero, it's, you know, joggers and skateboarders and the occasional, like, horn, I live, like, a block from City Hall. So it's just freaking noise, just constant noise just outside. noise so. outside. So if uh, we sound less ambient right now, that is why, because you just don't want to hear that. Don't worry, I'll hum silently in the background. <laughs> it's I'm messy. white noise. Mm. You know, this show is centered around um, LGBTQIA artists and issues, ah, right? Sorry, yes. I didn't mean to kick you. And we are, we for are the in listeners out there, yeah. you're very welcome that I stepped in because God knows that he was <sighs> underwhelming in his musical selection. That's how I got roped into this. My musical selection was underwhelming, I don't think. Was it? I don't know. You added, you definitely zhuzhed it for sure. Oh my God, my best friend is going to be- You Botoxed it. So excited that you used the word zhuzh. Oh, I love zhuzh. Because he constantly is like, you need to zhuzh that. And we're also still trying to figure out how one spells that. It's an important gay word, zhuzh. Zhuzh. You gotta zhuzh things. It's like lanai. Like, why have a patio when you can have a lanai? lanai. You know? When the Golden Girls, it's out on the lanai. Uh, shout out Dolly, to it's out on the Lana. Shout out to the best, one of the best drag names I've ever heard. Uh, my friend Veranda Lanai in Cleveland. <laughs> there was, a, you know, there, there there is actually um, an absolute empress of San Francisco whose name was Veranda Lanai. Oh, can we talk about Empress for a second? Yeah, sure. Because the, the, that just happened. I was it out did. of town while it happened, and I feel like a really bad gay journalist for not having more on it. But, you know, travel is a thing, and it's mom, so deal with it. Um, but uh, Juanita Moore is the new Empress of San Absolutely. Francisco. When, Talk to me really quick before we before we go into that specifics. What for someone that's like new to San Francisco? Sure. What is what is the Empress and why is that important? Sure. So it's first of all, I want to plug the fact that I'm the fifty third yes. absolute Empress of San Francisco. You're welcome. I set um, you up for that. The Imperial Council of San Francisco was started um, fifty six years ago by Jose Saria. It is the second oldest existing LGBTQ nonprofit organization in the entire world. There oh, is a, there is an organization in somewhere in Europe that's a, a tad bit older, just slightly. And it was started... Just until you kill them off. It was started um, by Jose Saria, who is um, known not only as Absolute Empress Juan Jose, but was also the first openly gay candidate for a, a public office here in San Francisco. And the organization, it's a nonprofit. It's an, what I call a nonprofit umbrella organization, meaning that we raise money and then as an umbrella and then distribute it to other to worthy no, yeah. nonprofits. So this year it was um, a competition for Absolute Empress. Um, actually, not Absolute yet. You're only an Absolute Empress once you've stepped down and been given your <laughs> Once number. you've survived a cage match what, what, with Polio Del Once you've gotten your whole year and you've been voted <laughs> upon, you become an Absolute Empress. But that's only... Uh, so the reigning empress. Oh, so um, you get elected, and then they see how you did, and then you become ab. So it's like if you prove yourself, you get basically yeah. yes. If not, um, it's just like nice try, girl. Well, <laughs> you had you, your year. When you are you're elected, so there's a whole process that you have it, to go it through. It sounds it sounds intensive, but give us like the TLDR version. Uh, well, sure. So basically, there are there's an empress of San Francisco and an emperor of San Francisco. Those are two what I have always deemed for the sort of general populace is figurehead fundraising co-chairs. Okay. Because basically those two are the focal point of the year. They are the reigning monarchs of San Francisco and they are also the ones who do things like um, they determine who our beneficiaries are going to be for the year. Mm. They are the individuals who oversee the in-team of 
uh, title holders like Mr. and Ms. Gay San Francisco, Mr. and Ms. Golden Gate. So um, it's a figurehead, but it's it, a figurehead with also a lot of actual responsibility. Yes, yeah, yeah. and and it's a, it's publicly elected. You know, it stems from the old Tavern Guild. The Tavern Guild was the ones who elected Jose, um, the first Empress, back many many years ago. Obviously, fifty six years ago, and now it has become open to a, a public vote. You have to go through a whole application approval process, and then you become a candidate. The public votes. Um, this year was a historically large number of votes, which was shocking given the middle of COVID. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, that's the kind of noise you get when you... You know what? Can I? Can I? There we go. Okay. Uh, you know oh, what? Good. Oh, good. They stopped. I hope they yeah, got the fire Yeah, that's out. because they're here. My pussy's on fire, Christopher. Yes. Oh, God. I hope it didn't set off a smoke alarm, darling. <laughs> okay, so uh, so this year, uh, Juanita Moore and Era and Maya competed, competed for, for, and, for Empress. Um, and, and the winner was, in fact, Juanita Moore. So Juanita Moore and David Glamour are the newly elected like Emperor and Empress of San Francisco. And Juanita Moore is obviously probably one of the best known drag celebrities in the entire city of San Francisco. Um, and has been really an, fun as a DJ too. has been an icon, a party producer, a fundraiser, a DJ, um, just an all around leader within our community for many, many years. So as much as I love era Amaya, I think that she had a very tough road, mm -hmm. you know, to go against somebody who was so well known. And I give her such mad props because she put on an amazing campaign. She was very visible. Her and artwork, her flyers. Yeah, uh, Era did amazing. I think she met every person in the gay community too. Like she was shaking hands, yeah, walking absolutely. down the sidewalk. And, and it was just a matter of like not being able to, in this moment and in, in place in her career, to be able to overcome a 20 plus year legacy of Juanita Moore. So I'm very excited that David and Juanita are going to be representing the Imperial Council of San Francisco. I'm actually on the board. I was at the same coronation. I was announced as one of the newly elected board members. This is my second year returning after having reigned as the 53rd Empress of San Francisco. So we're going to be doing a lot of fundraising coming, a lot of fun things within the community. I cannot wait to see what David and Juanita put together for us and and where they take us and then over the next year. Oh my gosh. Could, do you think we could get them on the show? Um, yeah. Yeah. Once you said board member, my ears perked up. I yeah. was like, oh, really? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, because like, I, I admittedly, like I put it out on Twitter. I was like, hey, I want Juanita Moore on the show. And then it got, like, it got like no like. <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to text her? Like, yeah. yeah like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, once once we're back into music, yeah, player. So just text her and say, hey, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I that's one of, again, this is one of the benefits that I think that I will be able to provide to the show is that you, you are you're newer to the, the San Francisco area. You came to us by way of Sacramento, yeah. but I've lived here for literally since dinosaurs roamed. Here. Uh, yes, <laughs> literally almost fifty percent of my life I've lived yeah. in the city. In fact, over one third of my life I've lived in the same apartment, and I can't even believe that. Wow, you know, um, it's rent controlled though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, good for you, girl. Yeah. So like that's um, that's why you're. It's still amazing. Here. <laughs> like they haven't raised my rent, and at this point, I get to split the rent. With, with the rodents that have moved in, you know, I was like, okay, girls, you're either gonna sew dresses or right, you have to pay some rent. But um, that, ex I, that explains all the new wardrobe you always have. God, yeah, exactly. So, but I, Mama needs a new backdrop. Get to work. I just have like this really extensive depth of relationships with amazing people, you know, that I, I have had the chance to work with or who have inspired me over the many years that I've been part of this community. And and Juanita is is no different. Like, you know, Juanita, 
I remember when I first started drag, Juanita was so kind and she invited me over. She actually lives very nearby. Um, wow. Invited me over to her home and Juanita's an incredible cook, like a legendary cook. Oh, um, and let's invited do me over. show at Juanita, Juanita <laughs> yeah, Moore's exactly. dining table one night. She, um, she invited me over and made me lunch. It was delicious. And she, you know, she continues to inspire our community. And I think that she is um, going to be tremendous. And if, I don't want to like just overshadow David. David Glamamore is actually Juanita's drag mother, who, um, as Glamamore, was a, a legend of the San Francisco nightlife scene even before he became Mr. David. And Mr. David is, of course, uh, the person who designs all of Juanita's clothing and all oh, wow. of her costuming. Mr. David had an entire display of Juanita's entire wardrobe from like 20 years at the De Young Museum, like a few years ago. So this couple is going to do incredible things in terms of representing San Francisco and they get to travel. That's a big part of it. Hopefully we'll, you know, the world will be opening up and they will get to travel as the emperor and empress of San Francisco. And I think that it's going to, in many ways, be a renaissance for what we have to offer the city. And hopefully we can uh, have the uh, emperor and empress on the show soon. Yeah, absolutely. You, you talked about how things are opening back up and uh, there's a really Segway. important, good job. There's a really important um, kind of sign of things going back to normal that's happening in San Francisco this Friday. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes on BFF.FM. You're on Bay Time. I, you, he, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, she, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, he, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, she, together. Come on, baby, let's go. You, he, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, she, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, he, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, she, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, he, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, she, together, come on. Baby, let's go. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. I don't have to make the choice. I like girls and I like boys. Ah, you, he, together. Come on, baby, let's go. You, she, together, come on, baby, let's go. Whips, crops, canes, whatever, come on, baby, let's go. Cuffs, chains, shorts of leather, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, he, together, come on, baby, let's go. Ah, you, she, together, come on, baby, let's go. I don't have to make the choice. Come on. Baby, let's go. I don't have to make the choice. Come on, baby, let's go. I don't have to make the choice. Come on, baby, let's go. I don't have to make the choice. Come on, baby, let's go. 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 
BFF.FM, this is Poya Del Mar. You're on Bay Time. I don't know where Chris is, but we've got more to come right after this. What are you doing? <laughs> Did you look?
You're on Baytime. BFF.FM. FM. 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 for San Francisco, BFF.FM, where we invite you to become a bestie. Click the donate button at BFF.FM there on the On Baytime page and uh, donate. Give whatever you can. It helps out uh, with some of the costs of uh, running the studio down there at the Ferry Building and keeping the station on the air. So thank you in advance. This yes. is on. Yes. yes. This is On Baytime um, on BFF.FM. I'm Christopher Beale. My new co-host is Pollo Del Mar. And we're recording at my, I guess I could say my home studio um, home in downtown, studio. Uh, a block from City Hall and Pollo Del Mar started seated um, with a puggle in her lap at the beginning of the show. I did. You are now fully Lounge. laid out across Lounging. the couch here in the office. I'll just lift this leg and air myself out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
just got really odiferous in here. Mm. I don't know. Um, but the good news is the thing that is happening this weekend on Tell Saturday is um, going to make it easier for me to get away from you very quickly. <laughs> uh, SFMTA is reopening all of its Muni Metro subway stations on Saturday, including the return of the Injuda and the KT Ingleside third routes. Like everything is opening back up the undergrounds. I think that means we're going to get those damn boxes off of the Muni entrances and it's going to start to look and feel like San Francisco again. You're going to be able to get around again. A lot of these lines are going back into full service. So I am super stoked to get back out on Muni and explore the city. Absolutely. You know, the interesting thing that I will note about this for people who do not live in San Francisco specifically is that people don't think of our city as being very large and it's not. It's seven by seven. Right. But you can you can walk from one end of it to the other in about two hours. Yeah, you can. Nobody in their right mind would. I have. But uh, so as I said, nobody in their right mind would. (laughs) Touche. Touche. And the, the fact of the matter remains, though, that many parts of our city are narrowly accessible without public transportation. So during the course of the COVID shutdown, there have been people who presumably who have started to exclusively probably spend a lot of their time locally because it's very difficult and or very time consuming to go from one side of the city to the other. Exactly. And, you know, I remember, for example, when I lived out in the sunset, when I first moved to San Francisco, in 1999 living in the sunset if you were to get into the downtown you pretty much had to take an underground unless right. you were going to spend like two plus hours on a bus so having the underground shut down and the underground has been shut down the the connections through the castro have been shut down that station has been shut down for a long long time um it's the city is only really truly accessible if you have full access to your public transportation and a lot of people i know you are not among them we've talked about this you are a car queen you like to drive and need to drive I for what you do to drive. i want to be very specific about that i have the so you're saying if you had a job next door you'd sell the car which is not uh, i mean if, yeah. I, if if i had um the if i just like i'm just like exposing you as a car queen well, yeah and, and so just for the people just who like don't know what i do in my professional life outside of Pollo del mar i am a i'm the northern california um, education specialist for an international skincare company. My region expands all the way for, or extends rather all the way from Fresno to Reno. It's not exactly like it can take yeah, the so local bus. No, I'm just making fun. Like, of, I, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm specifically making fun of Poya Delmar because uh, she drove over here to do this show. Of course I drove <laughs> over here because, because to, to get downtown from my house would have taken me 45 minutes and I'm on a, like I'm on a time crunch. I have to go home and you know go back to work which you know, so it's like proves that it's great that muni's coming back <laughs> because well, it'll make things easier for everybody to get around i think well yeah but e- even still i was still driven because what would it take me 40 minutes on public transportation took me 12 minutes and that's, that's in- including like the fact that i circled your house like five times um well yeah trying to find parking and yeah. right but you know the the fact remains that I don't miss any of that stress. Public, trans- public transportation is so important it's in this crucial. city. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, most of our city, like having a vehicle, having a car is a luxury in this city. I consider it mm-hmm. a luxury. Um, part of and the an reason- expensive one just to park cars in this city is ridiculous can, depending on where you live. Yeah, absolutely. But a huge part of that is I also live in a suburb of San Francisco, so within can, San Francisco. Yeah, so I have, street, a, I have yeah. a, well, I have a, a driveway. You oh, know? fancy. So I have a driveway. Can we do the show from your driveway? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> It'll be quieter than than whatever's happening outside. I, don't, right I doubt that. 
Oh yeah, outside sounds nice. Like like who invented reverse alarms and was just like you know let's just make the most annoying sound possible. Okay, I'm sorry. It's girl. an alarm, girl. Like it's not supposed to lull you to sleep. It's supposed to startle yeah, you. Yeah, but and the people that out. drive the trucks just like leave their car in reverse for an hour next to someone's house. Like, can you maybe put that thing in park until you're ready to move? I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just crabby. I, obviously crabby patty. Hey, so anyways, back to Muni. Um, so Muni, truly, if, if you're listening to this, a lot of people listen to BFF.FM from outside San Francisco Absolutely. just to kind of feel the vibe because, like, I mean, here we are putting you in San Francisco, which is great. So if you maybe Google a map of Muni in San Francisco of our, our Muni subway system and then imagine that gone. Now, granted, I'm fortunate that I live a block from Market Street. So um, all of the main lines down Market have been replaced by buses and they're running just as regularly and it's been fine. Like I can still get around, but the experience is very different. Not to mention a bus running as regularly as the underground is fine, but you're still dealing with above ground traffic. You, yes. you know, underground, mm -hmm. the underground can take you from the Castro to downtown in like five minutes that same whereas bus, that's a 40 minute walk it, or, a, or, or, or a 20 minute a 20 bus, minute ride, bus yeah. ride yes mm -hmm. because you're dealing with traffic and stoplights and pedestrians and all those things so it it's definitely going to make our city wildly more accessible i don't know that they've got the have they opened that new wait did that new line through chinatown open i i don't know i don't think it's opening i don't yet. think it's, I mean, open it's showing yet. up yeah. on our we're looking at a map yeah, we have here a map at here the, the home studio. We'll office. link to this uh, down in the in the description, but that's showing all the lines that are going to be open. Um, they are. They have been working for years now, a couple of years, to open a bus. I'm, I'm sorry, an underground line from downtown through down, through like through, Union Square, right? through Union Square, like through towards Chinatown, because traditionally the underground has only run sort of um, north to south, and there's nothing that runs east west. So that. That, yeah, that's true. That east-west situation. Well, and there's no underground running um, running due north either that can get you up to, like, um, you know, North Beach, the Presidio, Fisherman's Wharf areas. Um, and I, right. I, I no, think no. that could be an, a, an eventual extension of that line, I guess. Uh, I mean, but. I don't know that they're ever going to do uh, – I don't know that they'll ever do an underground for that because they do have a very effective – the F line runs right there and drops you off. Well, that's another thing. The F is coming back. Um, they've been testing them. Which is really exciting. I love seeing them Just out. Just getting in the to see them on the yeah. I've been like waving to the they never they never wave back, but I'm like hi, I'm so happy to see you, and they're like mm, so ring ring bye. The the F line is probably the, the besides the actual uh, trolley that turns around on it at Powell Street Station. The the F line is the most iconic looking um, public transportation in San Francisco. It's like the old streetcars, and there's a variety of looks for that, and it's. I, I would choose I would choose iconic. that over Muni any day if I can get somewhere on an above ground antique streetcar I'm doing that that's so fun. Well, <laughs> honey, that that is a Muni like it's San Francisco I'm, municipal uh, transit. Now she now she's getting specific. It's okay. it's it's Muni. It's, it's all Muni. I meant a mm. like if you're gonna say, if you mean the underground say the underground. Just gonna like, drink some more of this whatever this is. It's, it, She's swilling down some Starbucks. I know. I was trying to pretend it was something rebellious, but it, it was it's not. It's not. Um, it's the least rebellious. She's like, I would like the simple white girl drink, please. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so Poyo, let's look at this map here. Since you're my new co-host, I hope you didn't think that you were gonna come on the show and then we were just gonna like phone it in and lounge lay on the couch around on the every after Monday afternoon. <laughs> Clearly, that's, that's what, not I what we're up. gonna do. I mean, of course, I didn't think that, Christopher. I knew that eventually you would force me to, to do some construct work. a hammock. <laughs> construct a hammock. <laughs> Quickly, Poyo, go startle them away from the tree. Oh, we need the tree. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, go back to what we were you saying. You can just wear that pink pink muumuu you wore over here uh, this It was a snuggle. Thank you. And it does look like a muumuu. It's like comes on my knees. 100% a muumuu. Um, so looking at this line and thinking about on Baytime, looking at this map here of, of, um, of Muni, I want you to think about, and you don't have to give me an answer now, but I want us to take a recorder and a microphone, and I want us to take a Muni field trip to celebrate Muni being open. Maybe over the weekend, if you're free we can spend a couple hours on muni and record our experience and just goof around and and maybe have that for next week's show or something so could be fun the best in my opinion the best um but where yeah where should we go the the best line to go on is the k ingleside it's the one that goes all the way around oh, um it, yeah. you can start downtown and <laughs> end up excuse me and it goes all the way past stonestown mall it'll come around and then it will loop around through you get to go on all if you write it long enough it like drops you off basically right by like the balboa oh snap station it literally takes you in the entire way around the city that oh my god it was was that gun, a, was that a gunshot it was a gunshot <laughs> oh san francisco somebody's gonna pop a cap Everybody. in that ass um so yeah so we might Girl, let me tell you it's been so long since anybody's popped anything in my ass i'll take a cap i suppose Oh, Look for Poya Domar on the K Ingle side. Uh, so that might happen soon. Look for an on Bay time field trip that on social media and probably on the show soon. Hey, we need to wrap up. We're going to play a little bit more music and then uh, Bro, we'll... the listeners who are just joining in for the first time are like, whoa, the... this show has jumped the effing shark. Right. They heard the gunshots and everything. Yeah, we're going to go make sure no one's been shot. And the then... hell we are. <laughs> I'm going to put on my snuggle and race to the car as soon as we're done with this. Act like you're going to get off of that couch. Oh, God, I want the snuggle. I've got a Diet Mountain Dew in the car. I want that. This is BFF.FM in San Francisco. You're on daytime. Trouble face, headphones on. Forgetting time and place, all you wanted. Feeling stuck, set him free. Running out of luck on the sneeze First time I kissed a boy And now we're now known Cover up is what they told
poison ivy of the heart I'm tangled up in you If I could figure where you start Then I'd know what to do To finally get you out my brain But you won't go away But I'm trying And I'm trying And I'm trying, baby Every time I leave the house You're on me like a stain I tried so hard to get you out It's not that you're to blame But why do you love me so good? You're making me deranged Without trying, without trying, without trying, baby You, yeah, you're a not Yeah, you're a not I can't undo Yeah, you're a spill Yeah, you're a spill I can't remove Baby, you're a thought A thought that stuck to me like glue No matter what I do You leave your residue FM Community Radio for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beal. This is on Baytime. Man, I'm having a case of the Mondays. How about you? Maybe that's because Pollo Del Mar is sitting here giving me all the shade. We'll wrap up the show in just a couple of minutes and let you know where you can hang out with Pollo Del Mar on Twitch. It's a thing. This is BFF.FM. Closed my eyes so I couldn't see it. But now I'm ready to feel it So tonight I'm making friends with all the creatures that are hiding there under my bed I ain't gonna hold on to these monsters
BFF.FM in San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beale. You're on Baytime. Pollo Del Mar's over there. And I'm happy to report that we, we went like all CSI on that gunshot audio from earlier in the show. And um, I don't think it was a gunshot. I think just somebody dropped something. We're on like the seventh floor. If they drop something and it sounded that loud. Okay, we're on five and you've already described my apartment as a high rise. And I just want to correct that. Like we're, we're on the fifth floor. It's not, okay, it's not that so high rise-y. It's, I didn't say that you were like mad skyscraper in san francisco <laughs> oh, so there's so there are levels in san francisco okay, most buildings here are capped at three stories oh i didn't know that yeah most buildings look around like most look buildings you coming through with the knowledge mo- most buildings will not go above about three stories because of the fact that people want to preserve their their, their skyline views. their view yeah. mm-hmm. so especially like if you, there's a bazillion hoops that have to be jumped through if you're going to go taller than that i'm actually really this so this building uh to give a hint to listeners as to where i am um this building i guess used to be the old triple a campus triple a used to have an office building on this site so oh it's possible there i I know that they're like uh sort of across the street or something you know i think yeah so in the neighborhood anyways so to recap today's on bay time (laughs) yes goodness um it's asian pacific american heritage month we're gonna put some links down in the description from our friend juicy um just just even if you just go as far as clicking on these links and checking out these organizations just reading about their missions um we'll link to a few of those down in the description including um juicy didn't even plug the organization that she chairs uh gappa san francisco she mentioned it in briefly very briefly so um so gappa asian pacific alliance of Gappa. San Francisco or whatever. That's what it stands for, Gappa. Well, Asian well it, but it does. But apparently um, last time when, when I had Juicy on Baytime, she informed me that they're like changing, like that they, what it stands for has now changed to be more included. Oh. Anyways, it's just like Juicy said, it's a lot, it's fluid, it's ever-changing. Yeah. Just do your best. Um, we're going to do a field trip. We talked about it. I think I've convinced uh, Pollo Del Mar to get on Yes, a, I, I have agreed. Christopher is going to allow me to sleep in the hammock on his back. <laughs> no, we'll just string we... you up between uh, two oh, of the handrails yes, on the Muni, that's... and you can use your hammock on the Muni. I'm yeah, sure they'd really exactly, appreciate that. That's exactly what we're going to do. I'm going to hammock it. See, you are like anti-hammock, but the first time I get you into Dolores Park and you lay down in that hammock, you're going to be like, I'm not moving for the rest of the day. That's it. Well, I didn't say I wouldn't utilize it. I said <laughs> that it was pretentious to drag it around and force people out. It's not that I mean, big. It's, once and, somebody's and already done all of that obnoxious yes, then... Oh, my God. We've never forced anybody out. Get out of here. This is my hammock. I've never done that. I mean, once somebody's done all the obnoxious stuff, then you might as well take advantage of it. You're like, oh, my God, I'm so humiliated. You did all this with the hammock. Yeah, at least I can hide in the hammock, right? I like, I would. You're a mess. It's you're making it way more dramatic than it is. But why? Why does that not surprise me at all? That's my job. Muni is back on Saturday. I was saying Friday for like the whole first hour. And then I looked at a calendar. So uh, Muni is back on Saturday in San Francisco. And by that, I mean uh, above ground and underground to be specific. Um, and, and things are bouncing back. So get out and ride the F train or, or take the K um, Come on, all ride around the, train the city. And ride, ride it. it. Yeah. Um, just just ride the, the K around until uh, Pollo Del Mar pops up on your grinder screen and then stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's messy. What are you doing uh, for the rest of this week? What are your, what are your plans for the week? Paul? Well, you do know that um, I am really pimping out my... Twitch channel very hard. You've been doing a lot of stuff on Twitch. Yeah, what's going I on have. there? I like. I'm really trying to build up my Twitch following. 
You know, I have. Can, some... I, can I be on your Twitch? Yeah, you can come on my Twitch. I, I mean, if, if I, I notice. I did not offer to do that. If I notice that the numbers dip, you're gone. That's fine. Um, and that's my plan for this show, too. I like, I. Um, yes, exactly. If the numbers dip, <laughs> you're, you're gone. gone. <laughs> if the numbers God. dip, Chris, you are gone, Christopher. <sighs> so, um, no, the I've been pushing the Twitch thing. Uh, I have friends who are really involved with Twitch. And one of the things I loved about it is that it really has opened them up to this whole new community of people. And there's some really cool things you can do on Twitch that I don't think you can do on some other social media elements. Like you can legitimately turn it into like your own live talk show. Yeah, it's really, it's, really cool. It's pretty bad, badass. And um, you can also earn money on it and that's important too. But right. then the other thing is that starting this Thursday under my real name, I'm gonna be joining wrestling, the Wrestling Inc. Oh, Daily you're doing Podcast. Oh, Paul. Yes. I didn't realize that. Yes, I thought this that, was a Poya Damar thing. And no, uh, you know, they we they asked me how they wanted, I wanted to identify and at first i just thought it was a one-off thing i was like you know let's turn under my real name and um so beginning this thursday paul e pratt joins nick hausman the managing editor of the wrestling inc.com and um oh yep and so i'm going to be doing the my first ever podcast really co-hosting gig with them in a really professional environment we're going to be broadcasting live at noon eastern standard time on all of the wrestling inc various social media. 9 a.m. girl how are you gonna do 9 a.m. I don't have to be in drag that's why it's like that's why I can do it I can do 9 a.m. you I was texting with you at like 8 30 a.m. today that's true I offered to be here at 9 and you were like girl that's so early little it is I... when the show's on at four o'clock of course like you know <laughs> <laughs> little did I know well you know uh, the reason it was so early is because he was still asleep in a hammock at Dolores Park, girl. That's why he's like, no, bitch, no, I'm not doing it. That's very true. Where can people find that podcast? Um, you can just go to wrestlinginc.com, uh, wrestlinginc.com. So it's Wrestling Inc. is incorporated, like I-N-C. Dot com on you know it's the wrestling inc daily podcast so they're going to do five days a week i am the thursday co-host i start off this thursday with them it's and this is pro wrestling wwe AEW. yes absolutely we're going to be doing um hot takes on all things relating to pro pro wrestling as well as a recap of the all elite wrestling wednesday night broadcast the oh, dynamite fun. shows it's going to be pretty much that's going to be our staple which is fine because i i spent multiple months going to AEW live when I was in Jacksonville with my mom and family. So this is going to be a great fun time. I'm excited to hear that. Oh, that's, there come the sirens. Thursdays, yeah. Um, I have some fun stuff coming up too, but um, it's all on my Twitter. Uh, just follow me at Real Chris J. Beal. Um, from San Francisco, which in case you couldn't tell, I mean, it's on fire, honey. For those of you that don't live here, here's what downtown San Francisco sounds like. Meow. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Pollo Del Mar. And we'll see you next Monday from San Francisco on Baytime. Bye.